Hey everyone, before we start the episode today, just wanted to uh, let you know that the sound quality was not up to par on this one. Uh, there are some mic issues, so before we get flooded with thousands and thousands of messages on our message board, uh, we know the, the sound quality sucks, but uh, here we go. Good morning, man. How are you doing? Good. How are you doing? Wow. <laughs> this is the reason why there's no comedy clubs open at six o'clock in the morning. Yeah, Holy cool. shit. <laughs> I was ready last week, though. I was uh, yeah. woke up at four, had the whole spiel ready, fucking yeah. did, did my stretching, and I was like, great. <laughs> yeah, I, know. I woke up with your text. I was like, hey, are you up? I'm like, oh, fuck, I overslept. Yeah, but that's all right. I, yeah, I wasn't sure if you were... I, I know you're busy all the time, but didn't know if you were out doing something. But not not busy enough for this. Yeah. This is good. <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome to the first podcast of the year, the pregame stretch. It's either we stretch your ass or you stretch somebody. I'm your host, Gabriel, here with my buddy, Chad, in Germany. And now, to your podcast, buddy. Hey, what's going on, Chewy? Yeah, so pregame stretch here. We got uh, the first week. Uh, it's going to be kind of a quick one, to be honest. We um, have some scheduling um, items. And, and also, um, as we'll get into the podcast here, uh, week one is going to be uh, or we, we saw week one as a really uh, an unusual week. So with that, uh, we'll get started. Enjoy the podcast. Well, what an interesting week we've had so far. Um, yeah. Totally uh, crazy, crazy um, games at the beginning of the, of the, of Sunday. It looked like Miller was going to get, Beaten looked like Donnie was gonna not even reach 110 points. Yeah. Um. Those are the two games that really flipped. Uh, vinegar balls looked dominating, and then just yeah lost it. Yeah. McNeely, man, poor dude. I know. Sorry, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. You, you were looking very strong, and then all of a sudden, just like fucking everybody went to the locker room early on your games, man. Yeah, I got destroyed by the uh, by the Dak Prescott 
injury, and then also uh, uh, Henry played like shit, so that sucked. Well, <clears throat> let's chuck this first week to uh, – I think this is going to be like this. Let's chuck the first maybe one to two weeks of the regular season to we don't play in the preseason. Thus, we – we're we're still you know fucking on a retarded mode and exactly that's what, exactly what I was gonna say is that the the first week especially this week of any NFL season is such a bizarre uh, week because of the the lack of preseason games with only having the three games um, where most of the starters didn't even play then you know this is the first action that many of the <clears throat> players are actually getting and so. You're going to have players that are just not playing well. Um, it, it, it was kind of a bizarro first week. So I, I totally agree with that. I mean, you also had some weather issues in the Chicago game. Yeah, that was fun. To, that was fun to watch. Yeah. Um, a lot of games were fun. To, you know, the, the Cincinnati uh, Steelers. Yeah. Yeah. A couple of <sighs> that was a that was a thriller in Manila type of thing. And. Yeah, it was really wow. close to having two two games start off as a tie um, in week one in the NFL, which would have never happened. But yeah, it was it was a nut, nutty week. But like you said, I think that uh, yeah, you kind of you, you see some some strong points from each of our uh, Hermano teams for sure. Um, but I also think that, like you said, you're going to have to give it a couple a week or two to kind of really see how things how, how the dust settles because it's it's a bit uh, unusual at the, at the moment. So yeah, week two will be uh, a better gauge, I think, for for how teams are are performing and stuff. Yeah, and this week is not it doesn't look good for me because I go against Donnie and Donnie has a very good team. So yeah. I'm going to start my season with zero and two, <laughs> which it sucks. Yeah. But um, but look at um, look at Fernell, Mister Slut. That's a that's a very good team, buddy. That's one hundred and forty two points. That's uh, you're up there. Yep. Yeah, his team is really strong. There's there's no doubt. Topanga's team is really strong. Um, I even think Nature Chubb is actually really strong, even though his team didn't uh, score so many points. Um, I'm glad because he left Hilaire on the bench and that would have fucking, he would have put uh, another 22 points yeah. uh, on top. So, yeah. McNeely looks really much improved this year so far. So, but again, it's tough to really judge after one week what, uh, what you know, what's going to happen week five, you know? Yeah, let's, let's, uh, let's put a, let's put a timestamp on this thing. I'm, yep. I'm gonna go. I'm a fast forward seventeen weeks, and uh, I'm, I see myself in the romper uh, based on everybody's. Unless, barring from severe uh, McNeely curse, you know, of everybody fucking breaking down and you losing half your players or whatever. Yeah. If it remains as is, uh, Donnie uh, start start picking on Hermano to start designing my patch. Um, I want it on the crotch. Front and center, if possible. If I can make a request on my uh, patch, yeah. but it's not looking good. And if we can talk a little bit about the <clears throat> waiver wire, yeah. uh, what the fuck? Everybody has an awesome team. Leave me some fucking crumbs. Leave me like a Julio Jones. 
Yeah. I put two bucks on a Julio Jones thinking, oh, fuck, who, who's going to want this old guy? Yeah, um, I was surprised by that, too, going for 14 bucks from Slayer. Yeah. Um, what the fuck? Yeah. I, I didn't. I hope he break his ankles. Yeah. <laughs> the, other, the other surprise off the waivers was uh, Taysom Hill. I know that was touched a little bit in the, uh, the chats, but uh, uh, yeah, Donovan picked him up for Topanga for 21 bucks. Um, that, that is a lot of money for. Uh, a tight end slash QB yeah, that slash it Ryan doesn't Ryan. have a, a Taysom Hill doesn't have a permanent role. It's it, the role of him is, are we doing good in the game? Then you're a tight end. We need to win. Okay. You're whatever we're going to put you to do. And it's very difficult to put a roster, you know, fill up a roster in your, on your, um, fill up your roster with somebody that you don't know what the position it's going to be. Absolutely. You know, totally is he going to just be blocking or is he going to be throwing or running? Yeah, again, you know, or it's, nothing. It's really tough to judge after week one. Um, uh, I mean, maybe he becomes a huge impact player. We, you know, we don't know yet. It's because a lot of the stuff, like always, it goes off of game flow, it goes off injuries, it goes off, you know, all, all sorts of things. So, um, but I mean, it could, we could be talking week six from now, like, damn, what a great pickup in week one, you know? So, um, the, the other large uh, waiver wire pickup was Jeff Wilson uh, for 19 going to Leisure, Leisure Chubb, which I expected him to go pretty high uh, considering Elijah Mitchell got injured for he's out for two months. So that was one I expected. Wasn't sure who was going to be the highest bidder there, but uh, that, that wasn't really a surprise to me uh, there. The rest were all relatively low. I mean, there's a couple of defensive, you know, defense pickups, a couple of kicker stuff, a um, couple, yeah some running back wide receiver pickups, but nothing of major note at the, at the moment. Uh, I went for, I, I, I put two bucks, I think for Jeff Wilson. I go, well, yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, 19 bucks. I was like, what? Yeah. I gotta, I gotta reassess. I'm, I'm on the, uh, <clears throat> I'm on the, uh, what's it called? Uh, recession mentality already. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I gotta save my dollars, you know? Yeah, exactly. Um, sure. Well, I think it's pretty normal the first week to not do too much off the waiver just because of the fact you really got to see how your team is. You know, I mean, like just as an example of my team, ETN, everyone was like all over ETN. Like it's going to be great, great, great. And then James Robinson came in. He was clearly the lead back. Um, and there's several players that are like that. There's expectations of players to come out and really do a, yeah be the star of the team and then yeah had a bad week one but maybe it's just a bad week one so now the most interesting pickup i see here <clears throat> mcneely picked up tom brady yeah i'm a tom brady lover i love that guy I love everything but i'm like mm, come on bro yeah. you know <laughs> maybe he sees something we're gonna we're gonna have you on the podcast we're gonna ask you maybe by then you should have dropped him um yeah, maybe you drop them by then, but um, that's a that's a that's a risky six dollars, McNeely. And then uh, poor Blankenship, man, you miss one field goal and you get fucking packing. Yeah, that was wow. Nice. I mean, he must have been on really on the cusp, or you know, maybe they they took him because you know to fill out the roster. I, I don't I don't have no idea what was going on in training camp <clears throat> for for them. Um, 
Yeah, you're right. I mean, that that's pretty shocking to get rid of your kicker after week one. I mean, there must be something else behind that. that we well, they, they must have somebody with a bigger leg or a better accuracy, like yeah. standing right behind them to Absolutely. do to squeeze the trigger like that. Um, because you still need a kicker, you know, as, as shitty as stupid as the position is, you just right. need one. But wow, ruthless! Yeah. Yeah. All right, okay. Well, yeah, I mean, there's not really too much else to talk about, um, from you know, this prior week and kind of leading up to it. Um, since it's really the start of the season, we, we've already touched on the <clears throat> fact, you know, let's, let's move into week two. Uh, we'll have a guest next week and, uh, you know, then we can kind of move from there. So why don't you and I just jump real quick into the matchups for this upcoming weekend and yeah. our, our predictions and we'll, we'll do a better job this year of tracking this and uh, keeping our, our records of, you know, who we picked and um, you know, how accurate we were on, in picking this. So, um, yeah, so if we can just start here with the vinegar balls and Rocky Mountain reinvigorators, uh, here's the matchup here so far. Vinegar balls seems to be heavily favored uh, by 11 points. And again, at the time of this recording, this is pre-Thursday night games. There's still the waiver wires that can be picked up here in the next uh, couple hours uh, from the Thursday uh, waivers. So... Um, looking at the rosters and the team here, um, I mean, yeah, Vinegar Balls really has a strong team with Cook and Eckler and uh, Josh Allen. Uh, he clearly has the advantage there over over my team. Yeah. Uh, I, I kind of disagree with their rankings here. I, I, I do think Fryermuth's better than Hawkinson at the tight end position, but that's just me. And I don't know. I mean, I haven't set my roster yet. I, as, as with everyone else. So this can clearly change because uh, the bench, the bench is for each team. Um, there's some players, at least on my bench, that I might consider putting in. Uh, same thing with, with vinegar balls and, and with everyone else. So rosters aren't quite set. And since we don't really have a good history of performers so far. Um, yeah, things things will change, but I guess if I were to predict at the moment, I, I would probably go with vinegar balls. I'm not too confident with my team right now. Uh, having to fill in a new quarterback since Dak Prescott's out, and uh, yeah, let's see how Wentz does. Yeah, what do you what do you think, Chewy? Well, <clears throat> first of all, I think your name is way too fucking long. Okay, all right, let's let's just get to the to the to the important shit of the matter here. Mine is long. Mine has one, two, three, four words, but maybe I'll do something. Maybe. You know, mine's retarded because of, you know, operator error, but I mean, you're, you're a wordsmith yourself. You can't, come on, man. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to have a lot of fun. If you ever come last, I'm going to have a lot of fucking fun <laughs> making your patch. It's going to be very Deutschlandy. Uh, oh, yes. uh, uh, it's going to be impressive, but nonetheless, what do I think about your team's chances with um, with vinegar balls? Well, man, it's it's week two, and there's a lot of players still kind of – the projection does not match what they're really going to do on the field, and it, it's really, really off. Yep. Um, 
So best case scenario, I mean, you you have what I see is you have a 50-50 chance. But if if one of his players does take off, if if an Eckler um does take off, I mean, he's playing Kansas City. That's gonna be, you know, and they're at Kansas City. That's gonna be difficult. They, it's something very small. They can pin down, they can close the front. He's not gonna do shit. Um well, that's what's funny right now. Like you look, Eckler was, you know, based on the rankings from from draft. Like Eckler is probably third, and Henry is fourth. And after week one, you know, Eckler is twenty sixth, and and Henry's thirty ninth. Like both exactly perform well. So it's you know, let's see what they do. It, it it just depends on who you're gonna meet. Who, who what defense is in front of you? Uh, uh, Brandon Cooks. He's gonna meet Denver. Well, we see what Denver can do. Yeah, good defense, but. You know, they might be still shocked from that loss, and there might be like, what kind of coach do we have? Do we have a coach? Right. Shit, maybe nobody shows up on the field, and you know, Brandon Cooks has a great game. You know, yeah. but who's throwing the ball to this guy? Um, well, and exactly what uh, I think Burley mentioned this in the text uh, string anyway. Like he he has three starting uh, members from the Lions on his team. So if that game goes bad for Detroit, then you know, he, no, Burley, you're doing a phenomenal job. You're doing that. You must have gotten my notes uh, back in the first few uh, years of just putting as many players from one team as possible. <clears throat> no, because it, it does guarantee a high level of success. You know, there's there's definitely no downside and there's all only upside. So keep doing it. Plus, you already got two trophies. So, you know. You can take a year off, motherfucker. Okay, so um, your pick, then. Yeah. So next up. Well, who are you picking? Oh, uh, you you're gonna lose, dude. Okay, so we got. Yeah, know. I'm picking uh vinegar balls. Oh, there's a, there's a higher chance that he wins. Okay, cool. All right, let's move on to uh, South Philly Kremis and Peter McNeely. Um, this one. I really, I really think that uh, McNeely has a really strong team. Uh, he he gets uh, he's hurt now based on. Uh, oh, I thought he had. Yeah, I mean, I, I think if any, if there's a weak spot on McNeely's team, probably it's his running. McNeely. Back. Yeah, on his running back depth. I mean, it, his receivers are ridiculous. I mean, Pittman is going to be good this year. Cup, we already know. Uh, Michael Thomas, he played really well. Drake London, he sh he'll get a lot of action. His bench is also, he's got Devontae Smith. Um, but, yeah, from a running back side, maybe in the future he, he struggles a little bit there, but I think his team overall is, is, is pretty tough. Um, Kremis side, yeah, it's, again, it's going to be... It's difficult uh look mcneely finally brought a laptop and 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 some fucking uh good drafting juju yeah. uh in seattle because he does have a very good team camara gibson cooper yeah uh mark andrews the the only the only one that i'm very skeptical that i talk shit and put 22 points was thomas but 
this guy is on a very short leash. He's like like the fucking tight end I I I I, I drafted Brittle, oh, uh, George Brittle. So this guy's gonna get hurt and he's not gonna produce or he's gonna baby three quarters of the game to explode one game one quarter and have a, a solid quarter but it's not going to be enough yeah. aside from that guy um mcneely has a very good team even though he lost the first game yeah. um he put up a whole bunch of points and and he has a good chance of not being on the romper again but uh, on this one unfortunately um south philly is back on track to uh to regular non-winning order i'm gonna give this to mcneely uh most definitely sorry marsh uh yeah your roster looks as fucking horrible as mine you know um yeah i'm not i'm not gonna kick a horse while it's down but let me let me try <clears throat> um no i can't do that i love you buddy I'm not going to talk shit. I'm going to talk shit next week when you have less than 100 points. Okay? Yeah, I'm also <laughs> going to go with McNeil. I think he has a strong team. I mean, Kremis, his team is not – I mean, his running backs, I don't know. It's going to be – his team is really, in my view right now, it's a, it's really a toss-up of their, their performance and how they're going to be. I mean, Mike Williams had such a terrible game. I mean, that's not going to happen again this week. Uh you know, Kirk, I think, is is kind of a maybe a little bit of a sleeper and wide receiver. Javante should have a good year. Miles had a good game last last time. So yeah, we'll have to we'll have to see. The jury's not out yet. I mean, he still has he has Aaron Jones on his bench at the moment. Uh, Edmonds is also not bad either. So yeah, it's too tough to tell. But I, I'm I'm also going with McNeely on this one. All right, let's move let's move on to. Uh, Slut and middle piece. So these guys always are battling with each other. Um, so yeah, what are you? What are your thoughts on on this matchup? Well, <clears throat> uh, let me see. Is is Slut already? Um, his lineup already set? Is what the fuck's going on? It, questionable, it questionable, hit. questionable. Yeah. Uh, Justin Tucker out. Oh yeah, okay. So he's he's missing his kicker. Um and his bench. I mean this is gonna be give me can, can you pause it? Can you pause it one second? Yep. All right, sorry man, I'm back. Yeah, no worries. Okay. Okay, so yeah, so with uh slut and middle piece, uh what are your what are your thoughts here? Well, Slut is going to be heavy, heavy on the waiver wire or or changing his roster with whatever he's got on his bench. I can't see his bench right now. Um, yeah, so, you, I mean, he's got T. Higgins sitting down there. Um, I think he's, he's questionable, though. Um, it's, not, it's not a bad bench. But, yeah, I, to be honest, I haven't looked too in-depth on all these uh, questionable designations on his team. I mean, clearly he's going to get a kicker, but uh, as far as the other, I don't know if any of these other injuries off the top of my head are. Well, Blankenship is available. <clears throat> Donnie just dropped him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is what's going to happen. So, so Slut is going to go. 
heavy on the waiver wire before the deadline um, of Sunday. So he's going to have to pick a kicker for Sunday. He's going to start doing all this shit, all this research after dinner. So maybe midnight to one o'clock in the morning, he's going to settle in and, and start typing away. On the other side of the uh, scoreboard, I don't even think uh, Miller's going to open his app. He just put it on auto, and he is done. Um, I think he has uh, – <clears throat> he's making a new little space. He's dusting his mantle for the trophy. So he's already um, – even though it's week two, it, it, it looks very difficult for us to overcome. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think middle piece – at least as of right now, again, things will change, but I mean, his, his flex positions are, I don't know if, if Kadarius is what he's going to do. Um, Elijah Moore should be good. Um, but his running back, Michael Carter, I mean, he, he's 14th ranked, so he had a good week. Um, but yeah, I mean, and then you look on Slip's side, like CD Lamb, you know, with the back out, how's that's the first guy I would be dropping. Yeah, or yeah. That's Dallas really is fucked. Yeah. Dallas is fucked. I mean, Zeke is the only one that is going to be touching the ball because who, who was the red-haired uh, QB that they put in? Whoever that was, I've never seen that guy before. Uh, all the players from from Dallas, they're not going to do much. It's going to be a, a patch show until he comes back and everybody's going to be hurting. And they're going to give it to Zeke, and <clears throat> he's going to run so much, he's going to get hurt. That's the reality. So, But anyhow, on this one, let's pick middle piece, and then let's move on to my yeah. fucking I'll, uh, nemesis. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll call out uh, Slut to win this one. Why not? Oh, wow. Giving some love to the one baller. Damn. See, see what happens. Throw it dark there. <clears throat> All right. Next up is uh, Sarah McBride and Leisha Chubb. Yep. The guy that I thought I was going to beat, he left me ass up, facing the pillow, gaping, dude. God damn it. Ah, nice, uh, nice little logo. Boom. <clears throat> All right, what do we have here? This is a 50-50, man. Yeah, this one's also... On paper. Yeah, uh, I totally agree. Um, Najee, Harris, we don't know, at, at least right now. Not sure how he's going to be, um, or if he's going to be available. I haven't, I haven't looked at the most recent uh, yeah, news on him. So if he's out, that's going to cause a little bit of some troubles there. But... Um, yeah, I mean, these are really drafted well. So, I mean, yeah. when you look at this, Stefan Diggs, Metcalf, I mean, let's see what Metcalf does. Um, week two, Jalen Waddle, let's see how he does. I mean, Waddle will be interesting with Hill now in Miami if, if he kind of comes back a little bit. Yeah, I don't know. But, you know, on the other side, Jonathan Taylor, Daryl Henderson was the surprise over Akers in week one. Uh, that was one of the, the shocks, uh, I think, to the fantasy world of who would be playing at running back for the Rams. Uh, Sutton should be good. I mean, really, this, like you said, it's kind of a 50-50 toss-up on this one. Um, 
I'll let you pick, and then I'll pick the other. So on, on they both have a a decent team. They yeah. good players. The matchups, the matchups of the players that they have are favorable to their players. You know, mm-hmm. so we're talking about uh, Chubb, Mister Chubby. Well, here we go. If he plays, uh, let me see. He left Hilaire on the on the bench, and that guy had a great game. Now he's gonna be against the LA Chargers. Um, I will put him in. I don't think the Chargers have a good run defense. Um, based on what on on his current roster, without you know just moving Hilaire, mm-hmm. I give the win to him, man. Um, yeah, I, like we said, I think this really is a 50 50. I, I totally would agree with that. Um, I also can see Sarah McBride taking it too. So, so you take leisure, I'll take Sarah. Let's do it that way, and we'll, we'll split the vote. Sound good? Yeah, looking good, man. Okay. So good matchups for this week. Yeah, so let's do the last one. You, uh, the, the LA boys. We got uh, Topanga and No Limit. Their first battle. Oh, man, I'm last. All right, here we go. Uh, well, this is going to be an easy one. Um, I'm going to I'm gonna focus uh, on Sunday to do, uh, I think it's going to be like the last grilling of the season. Nice, yeah. Um, sun, you know, it's getting a little, it's getting a little colder, not much. It's just dropping to maybe 98 to 95. It's beginning of winter here. Um, but yeah, um, there, I I don't have a chance when it comes to this one. I mean, all my players need to have high double digits in order for me to have a fucking chance. And, it's it's very difficult. Um, yeah, it's very very difficult. So, unfortunately, I'm gonna give this to. Uh, sorry, for whatever reason, it's playing a a video on my uh, uh, matchup. It's very difficult to uh, pick myself, even though I want to win. I don't want to start zero and two, but it, I, I don't see a way out on this one, and I don't think all my players are gonna be are going to be in, you know. Um, yeah. I I mean, Topanga really has a pretty strong team. I, I, I mean, if you're judging off week one, I, I would definitely say he has the strongest. But, I mean, Saquon Barkley, I, I really wanted to draft him. I, I think he was going really low on, on draft boards. And I... Well, yeah, well, he's been producing shit for years. Yeah, exactly. you know, I remember when Sarah McBride got caught with the hand in the cookie jar when he bought him and he did zero for him. Right. Yeah, he's always been. I think he's just had these lingering uh, injury issues, and I think this was the first year he came in healthy. Now, whether he can maintain that or not, let's see. But um, when when you have a healthy Barkley starting out the the year, I mean, you saw how. I mean. He, Explosive he is. Yeah, he dominated last yeah. game. You know, with his team, Devontae Adams, A.J. Brown's also going to be, I think, pretty dang good this year with uh, Philly now. Um, and Hurts th- tossing him the ball. Uh, yeah, I mean, 
I give this one also to uh, to Topanga. So damn, Donnie. At least bring me some fucking grapes from from your house, dude. Jesus, consolation prize or something. Yeah. But yeah, man, I'm picking Donnie on this one. Uh, I want to make sure that uh, my picks at the end of the year beat you, so I have the most wins on on the pod. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's gonna be difficult. But if I happen to win. I am going to talk so much shit. <laughs> I'm going to talk so much shit until the very last minute oh, of yeah, the yeah. Monday Night Football. Oh, but sure. nonetheless. I'm sure there's going to be some uh, checks rolling through. Are you guys going to watch? Yeah, them? hopefully none of these other assholes check out and then they chime in throughout the throughout the podcast. Yeah. Um, <sighs> all right. So it feels like four in the morning in L.A., yeah, I know. I, I know. Thanks for jumping on so early. I, I was uh, I was quick to do it last week. I was all set up, paperwork. <laughs> I had all the stats, and then I was like, and you call me. Where were you at? Oh, I was in Paris, yeah. I was like on the... I was like, oh, no. I <laughs> fucking missed it. Yeah, I've been kind of traveling around. I just got back this morning from uh, uh, Sweden, and then tomorrow I go to Croatia. So I had to kind of sneak this in. Wow. World traveler, Jesus. Yeah, doing a little quick European tour before I send some fucking pictures, man. Blast oh, them. Yeah. I want to see. Yeah, I'll send some stuff. Yeah, don't be shy. <laughs> I'll I'll live uh, vicariously through you, man. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'll be back in a couple of weeks, back in the states, which will be good. Make this easier for us. So that'll be nice. But, uh, Perfect. Uh, I let uh, Slut slide on this uh, on this first podcast. But uh, if you're listening, Slut, remember, you agreed that you would have either the cocktail of the week oh, yeah, that's right. that we can discuss or uh, some wine that we can all maybe probably get and share, you know, kind of like yeah. agree or disagree with your wine tasting skills. Yeah. Um, on this part-time job of yours you got. Yeah, we'll get But that. um what do you think? Yeah, no, it sounds good. Cool. All righty. Peace. Peter. Peace. Later. Later.